Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Actually Do You Know What podcast with myself, Dean Fadden. And myself, Luke Howley. Um, and yeah, we didn't really have anything too major planned for an introduction. We just thought that we'd kind of discuss why we wanted to start the podcast and uh, what we were planning on talking about for it and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I suppose the reason we wanted to start the podcast just was because we thought there were certain things or ideas and thoughts that we'd like to think about. And it's easier to, you know, set a time once a week for the two of us to come here and talk about it rather than trying to bring it up in conversation because there's a lot of people that wouldn't have any interest at all in it. And, you know, I don't think either of us are expecting maybe loads of people that we know to listen to and that because while it's not exactly niche topics and we're not exactly trying to put ourselves across as being, you know, on the fringe of anything or edgy in any sort. Yeah, we're not like reinventing the wheel here, like with political commentary. We're just, we sort of want ourselves to, we wouldn't mind to hear people that we know or people our age talk about topics and see, do our views align with theirs, but no one's sort of doing it. So I guess why not us? We might as well. People, I guess, would want to hear it. I wouldn't want, wouldn't mind hearing it. Like so. Yeah, like it's it's even it's just the idea of having the conversation and, you know, like it, there's definitely been scenarios where you've been in groups or you've been with your peers and people you know and certain topics might come up and like to be fair, it, it's it's awful understandable that other people don't want to listen to it because, at the end of the day, if you're meeting up with people and stuff and for the most part, people just want to have the crack and chill out and stuff like that. Like you, you don't want to be going into in-depth fucking social issues and things like that. Yeah. Like um, for the two of us to be able to meet up like this, like I said, and just talk through things and like neither of us are trying to come across as though, you know, we're experts on any topic. Yeah. Like we're just literally discussing them and we're like, we're not going to just be like, this is our opinion. That's it. We're going to be looking at other people's, opinions as well and sort of having a balanced discussion about things because we don't know everything and i don't think anybody can say that they do so just exploring things and trying to get a better understanding of issues and instead of just having debates and you know fixing towards one side or the other just unbiased have a look at what's going on and try and see if we make sense out of it like yeah, and like another thing, like it's not, I don't, well, I definitely don't want to try and be forcing it down people's throats. Like, you know, with you, with people doing things and starting up their own things, there's definitely the advertisement side of it or people trying to get it across social medias and things like that. Like, like we're going to put it up there and, um, you know, originally starting off or whatever, we'll say, go listen to the podcast and we say it on Instagram pages or whatever it may be. But after that, like, I don't know, we just kind of want, we don't even, it's not like we overly desire people to come and listen to us. Like, yeah. like we want our opinions to be heard. It's, it's more of a case of just, we're up for talking about these things and to have this sort of setup where, let's say me and Luke sit down for an hour and it's, we're talking about a topic and we have to make an hour out of a conversation. So we have to go in depth to it. Yeah. And because... Because people are going to be listening, we need to articulate ourselves and really think about every aspect. Like, we're not just catering to our own sort of biases or whatever. Like, 
me and Gene think pretty much the same, but we know most of the people will think in different ways. So like, we don't want to just be exploring what we, you know, both think. It's like everyone else thinks a certain way. So we might as well just explore that as well. And which we wouldn't do if we're just having a conversation unrecorded. I think anyway. Yeah, yeah, that I I completely agree. Like it, it is that um, it's the setup and the scenario we're putting ourselves in where like, like I said before, like you're in a group and you're talking about it and it might last for five minutes and you say your piece, someone else said their piece and they're like, yeah, all right, everyone, you know, forget about it. We'll just move on. And so, whatever it is, because yeah, it, it's not exactly uh, like we're not sitting here to be the most fucking serious people in the world either. Like it's yeah. lighthearted. Like we're just thinking about things and we're talking about them. And if other people want to listen, great. And like w- what, um, what the two of us were thinking as well that like, would be great is that while we mightn't get a massive following like we both i think even if no one listened or fucking two people listened mm. i think we'd still con- continue to do it because yeah we, there's certain stuff we want to talk through but um to add to it like we'd love to be at a point where let's say we even if we had 50 listeners and it was just somewhat enticing to people that they'd like to be on the podcast like we well, we could talk to ourselves, to each other, you know, every week. It'd make it that bit more interesting to talk to these people who might know more or spend more time in their day dedicated to a certain subject. Mm. Like, we'd love to have people on um, just to talk about it. Like, if they're passionate about something or they have a certain interest or whatever their job might be, like, it's not like we have a set uh, group of ideas that we're going to talk about and outside of that you know we're not willing to talk to anyone like if if people have just something cool or anything that's going on yeah. in their life like you know you could talk to anyone and make a, a great hour-long conversation out of it i think yeah and even not even just interesting stuff but like even like it's valuable to talk to people that you know you won't agree with but not even just to get them on to debate but just discuss and maybe they'll prove you wrong or they'll sort of lead you to think the way they do and at the end of the day that's a positive thing like nice hour-long conversation or whatever but you know there's a bit of bit of thinking here a bit of exchange of ideas and at the end of the day i don't think anything negative can come out of just free conversation and discussion like we're not setting out for debates or anything it's just discussions like yeah like i, I don't think i'm i'm not on ready to die in any hill and in a debate like it's yeah. not like obviously we both have our own biases or opinions on certain topics but mm. like i don't think either of us are a closed case in terms of we're willing to listen to the other side and you know if someone says something right um that that's just the way it is and you're wrong and or if we say something right and you know someone that comes on is has a different opinion then you know it might be to the benefit of both them and maybe people listening that 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 got across i mean like we could have people listening just because you know they don't like the way we think and that's not like we're coming on here to chat shit and annoy people so that they keep coming back yeah but like i know from experience i used to absolutely hate jordan peterson i thought he was just an idiot man but then i started trying to listen to points points of views that don't align with my own and sort of like listen to other people's opinions so I went out and listened to Jordan Peterson's podcast and I still sort of find issues with a lot of stuff he says. 
which we might get into in future. But I listen to his podcast a lot now. The stuff that I agree with and the stuff that I don't agree with. Because I think it's valuable and making to make yourself think is, is good, like no matter how you do it. So it doesn't really matter if we agree, we disagree, as long as we start thinking about stuff like in more detail. Yeah, like the two of us were even saying it, like it might be um, something we get on to later on in this podcast about, um, you know, people getting caught up in echo chambers of ideas and, you know, like you go on line or you go on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever app you, you want to use as an example. And, you know, like everyone knows that these app have or these apps have algorithms set up so that, you know, it's a constant feedback loop of yeah. what you're clicking on, you're getting more of. So people aren't really, uh, they're not really hearing a lot of different things. And yeah. and maybe me and Luke will say a lot of the same things, you know, week in, week out or have similar ideas, but us talking or us talking with other people makes the chances of you hearing something that maybe you haven't thought of before yeah. higher. Yeah, just diversifying the whole pool of ideas and whatever, because as Dean was saying, like YouTube and all the other sites like Google and whatever, their algorithms only really cater to what you like. They're not going to recommend something that you don't like to watch because you're not going to watch it. So the further you go down the rabbit hole, the less diversified your actual, you know, personal YouTube feed or Google feed is going to be. And you're going to be in this echo chamber of ideas that like nothing from external sources is getting to you. And most of the time, from my own experience as well, opposing ideas are only presented to you in YouTube by people just being idiots. <laughs> and like, you know, like classic example, like Ben Shapiro owns Libtard and, you know, that type of crack, like SJW versus Logic. And we get into that as well. But, <clears throat> you know, diversification of ideas really is just the aim of the podcast. Just get as many people on, not right away, but just, you know, a range of ideas like. Yeah, like even if we recorded a few by ourselves to start off like two or three and we started getting like a, it's not like we're going to go out and try and get, you know, people who will want money to be on the podcast. Like we'd be like overly happy with someone who wants to come on the podcast just for the sake of having the conversation. Like we both have ideas of people and we're not going to say them now, obviously, but um, of people who we think would like definitely be open for having conversations and people who we might, you know, we might disagree with on things, but to have the conversation is a massive uh, step in the right direction. And like, I feel like it's important to say as well, or not, I, I kind of mentioned it, but to emphasize that like, we're not trying to push any uh, aspect of our opinions on people. Yeah. We just want to be here for the sake of having this conversation. Like I know there's some people, everyone has people in their lives that they, they can talk to about certain, like not exactly personal and emotional things, but you know, you can talk to about issues that are more serious than, let's say, your everyday conversation with someone you work with or with a group of friends. Like, you're not going to get into those things. Yeah, 100%. And, that, and that's the main reason we're having this, because, like, or, or doing this podcast, because, I don't know, Luke's one of those people for myself, and I'm sure it's the other way around, that we both are interested in it, so we're not wasting each other's time by talking about it. You know, yeah. if you're talking to someone who doesn't want to listen to you, you're fucking wasting your time to be yeah. you're, you're as well talking to the wall. Yeah, true. And as well, like, obviously, not that many people are going to listen. And, like, whether or not there's growth to it, uh, it doesn't really matter to us. Yeah, it's sort of like a 
it's sort of like a side thing, the growth of it and the whole social media aspect. Because at the end of the day, like it's just sort of a an open letter. Like we're just yeah, but like at the same time, that like us saying this kind of sounds like we're like you know shunning <laughs> that like oh no, we're not trying to grow it or anything. Yeah, like, like imagine looking for Instagram. <laughs> Um, yeah, but like, to be honest, the main reason uh, we'd enjoy or we'd like people to listen is, like I said, so that, you know, it might be more enticing for other people to come on or people who are busy and, you know, mightn't have that much free time that they'd make time for it. Yeah. And like, we'd like to talk to people about, you know, anything from stuff with psychology, politics, you know, even if someone was starting up a... And their own business or something like that you know yeah. anyone who has a story to tell or, or is interested in having a, a conversation like we definitely like to have them on and and as well like there is an aspect of this where when like when we go out and, and when we eventually put this out yeah. and we plan to put it out soon after we've recorded it um like there's there's going to be that element of uh, of abuse Oh yeah, like <laughs> like you're gonna get called a gimp and stuff like that. But to be honest, I I think we're at the point where like, if you're letting people call you a gimp and that's what's stopping you from doing something you want to do, then yeah. you don't really want to do it. Yeah, at the same time, like the people they're saying it, you really value their opinions. <laughs> if they're gonna go out of their way to to like slate you for doing something, like we're not even harming anybody by doing this. It's just yeah, like or even even you know people you know and like while they might be messing and it's not you know very serious saying things to you like i don't know we don't really care like yeah and that's not like oh we're hard we don't care what people say it's more just like we want to do this podcast more than we're afraid of uh getting called a gimp for yeah wait we have a, a breakdown done man <laughs> well mike should just come in a few weeks we're like we're finished the podcast. <laughs> yeah yeah like I'd, nothing to be worse than us starting this and saying all this shit and then you know people being like your podcast is fucking terrible and us being like all right yeah that's it we'll call it a day <laughs> um, pack it up sell the microphone <laughs> yeah i mean whatever we haven't made a massive investment into it but whatever investment we've made i think has, has shown to ourselves anyways like everyone has these ideas of things yeah. they want to do like you know oh fuck i'm gonna start a e-commerce business in the morning I can't wait to be rich, you know, yeah. yeah, it doesn't work after a week and you're like, ah, we'll call it a day. Mm-hmm. But I think with the bit of investment we put into it, it's kind of showed that, you know, we both want to do it. And to be honest, that's the most important thing because if one of us did and we were kind of forcing the other one's arm into doing it, it'd be a waste of time. Yeah, like we're not, we're doing it because we want to, basically. It's not yeah. for some, you know. Yeah, I mean, I... I think at the end of the day, we just want people to realize that we're not doing this for, it's not for selfish reasons and it's not for, I suppose, all of the aspects of selfish reasons. Like we're not doing it to get fucking popular. We're not doing it to make money off it. We're not doing it to push our opinions on other people's like we're or on other people. We're actually just doing it for the sake of talking about it and for the sake of like, you, you can't text well i suppose you could but what are the chances of you texting someone and being like let's i don't know go out for a drink someone you don't know at all go into their house knocking on their door find their email whatever you want to do whatever way of getting in contact with them the chance of you saying let's go for a drink just to talk and them saying yes are fairly fucking slim yeah like if we want to actually talk to 
people that have interesting points of views and we go up to them and we're like would you like to have a conversation just with me for like an hour and a half <laughs> where no one else is going to hear it and everything that you put into that you put into this is just gonna you know fade into nothingness like it's yeah, just gonna yeah. be me or if we tell them that they're gonna be on the podcast and they can you know reach a few yeah, reach more out people, to people yeah 100%. yeah not that we're gonna have a massive audience or anything yeah like and like i said before like it's not a case we're going to go out fucking scratching at people to come and listen to our podcast like it's mm. there if people want to listen to it. and like we completely understand that to be honest the amount of people who'll want to listen to it is slim or the amount of people who'd have an interest in what we're talking about is slim and then on top of that the amount of people from that group who actually will listen to it because mm. i mean it's not like we're the only people that are doing this like plenty of people yeah. are out there having conversations about interest and stuff and we just we wanted to do that too because both of us had listened to conversations like that so we were like why not do it ourselves yeah that's basically it that's i suppose in terms of an introduction like we just wanted to get across really sorry that's the mission statement really yeah i mean uh, that explains everything we think about us starting this it's not um like that i wouldn't take that as how uh, clear cut it's going to be from now on like things can change obviously but that's that's just our reason for starting it and yeah. it, it's kind of hard to segue into talking about something from there but like yeah go on sir yeah i suppose just sort of moving on from the introduction one of the main reasons i think this would be useful is i think everyone around like can attest to the fact that like when you're younger and you're on youtube or whatever you can start to fall down a rabbit hole of ideas that maybe it's an ideal like personally and a lot of other lads when they're like 14 or 15 uh, i don't want to say radicalized but like you know the whole SJW gets owned and you know feminazis uh, rally get owned by ben shapiro type crack and it's like the whole echo chamber thing you find that this is funny it's you know entertaining and then slowly you start to maybe adopt these views and you start to be blinded to other other ideas and opinions because it's just this echo chamber of you know you like these videos you keep getting more of them and just the field of ideas that you're exposed to just gets narrowed down so much that you're just you're yeah, that's just, and it's just it's dog shit content really because yeah. you're getting deeper and deeper into it that yeah. you know you're looking <laughs> it's a terrible analogy to use but in terms of like a drug sense like you're looking for a higher and higher yeah. level of it. The more you hear it, the more you want to hear the more extreme version. Yeah. And, and like, I used to love watching Ben Shapiro and all them lads. And then as I got older and I started to look at other things and talk to other people, I realized how just nonsensical they were. And like, I still agree with some of their points. I think you can dislike someone overall their views whatever but you can agree with some of their points like i disagree with a lot of like jordan peterson's points but i also think he's an expert on other fields and i'd listen to him for them and it's that's really the reason behind the whole thing yeah like me and luke like right before we started this podcast i was saying to luke that uh you know to have 
for the podcast to sound good to a listener, it needs to be me and Luke having a conversation one to one. But I mean, for the starting, for our first ever one, it's kind of difficult to do that because we're kind of trying to set the tone. Yeah. But before, um, when we originally thought about doing it, uh, Luke came up with a fair few ideas of things to talk about, and uh, one of them that he said was this, uh, just how people come to certain ideas and opinions. Mm. Um, so that's what we thought would be a good uh, start for the first episode because like you know if we can think about why people think certain things or how people can get wrapped up in their own ideas then that sets the tone for any of the ideas we plan to talk about in the future yeah 100% um, <clears throat> yeah we do have a pretty long list of ideas but some of them <laughs> some of them are a lot of shite like some of them are sort of trash Um maybe you know down the road we'll see a few uh <laughs> yeah like there was a fair few things that were wrote up that was just wrote up for the sake of being a joke like in one way we were like you know we could make this could be class if someone could pull it off but the more we yeah. thought about it the more we were like that's a funny sentence but after that sentence yeah i don't think we should you're tell the idea <laughs> yeah because you'd click off the podcast right now to be honest if we said some of them they're just yeah, it's just shite, like, but yeah. at the same time, it it uh, it helped think of other things, or like, when you're in the process of thinking of ideas for it, you know, if you write down the shit ones and the good ones, yeah, in that moment, you mightn't be able to tell, but afterwards, you can mm. decipher what's worthwhile and what's not, and yeah, like Luke was saying, um, in terms of people getting wrapped up in their own ideas, like, it's hard to know what it is that causes it but I, I think we both agree that nowadays it's hard to tell what the actual scenario is in society and what's being portrayed and pushed by social medias and stuff like that yeah the a big topic that I think is going to be prominent in the podcast would be the whole social media activists and Instagram activists and like discussing like they're beneficial in a way because they call attention to issues and whatever but also people are sort of blindly following what they're putting out and while that's a good thing sometimes it you know one piece of bad information is just could be propagated just because people are pressured into spreading it around yeah and it's like no matter how good the ideas are, just blindly following and being pressured to accept these ideas is harmful. Like, a lot of the Instagram activists um, recently, like, let's say with, like, the BLM movement and, let's say, like, the women's rights and all that, there was, and the Palestinian thing, uh, conflict, while they're all worthwhile causes, people were pressuring and sort of you know, on a, like a moral high ground, like denouncing people for not being vocal. And it's like, how about instead of like, you know, giving out to people for not <clears throat> spreading views or, you know, like being an advocate for all these, have a discussion and try and educate people without shaming them. Because any sort of discussion to the contrary of what they're pushing gets shot down and the whole thing of cancel culture, which again, we'll discuss in another episode. It's sort of just dampening the possibility for discussion. And it's just like, 
you have to side with this or else. Yeah, like in terms of uh, the state that social media portrays society being in, it's as though, you know, on all of these issues and every one of them, you know, I think is fair. There's far more to a lot of these issues than people make them out to be. Yeah. Like what it has a portrayed as though, you know, there's one side and there's the other side and these two sides are going at each other about it and there's no middle ground and it's your one or the other and you have to hate the people on the other side. Yeah. And that and that's part of the reason why there's this bullshit of like uh, getting caught up in these ideas because you start to think on one of those sides and it's very easy get wrapped up with other people who think the same thing, mm. who get wrapped up with a bigger community and all of you think the same thing and you know you're sending videos to other people pushing your opinions even further without taking the step back like i mean perspective on all of these things is so important because people are so you know they just jump on one thing yeah there's no thinking done like so many of these issues it's so difficult and me and luke definitely aren't the people to to find it like i know i'm not like however much thinking i did about it i'd never get to the bottom of it yeah like there's a reason why that's the case because like one example is the palestinian conflict and a lot of people are just putting up infographics and like educate yourselves and there's expecting us to come to a concrete decision on what's right and wrong if it was that easy like the conflict wouldn't be going on for like what is it like 40 <laughs> yeah, 40 something yeah. years like i'm not saying oh israel's right yeah israel's right or palestine is you know whatever yeah, like we it, might get into that, but like it, we can't have discussions about it without getting. Yeah, like both sides of the story need yeah. to be heard, regardless of even on the most outlandish things. Like, even if you want to, if there's someone who's clearly and just as open as could be about being a racist, you know, it's still while the while someone like that being shunned in society is valuable in terms of trying to turn people off that way of thinking because. I think everyone can agree that, you know, it's morally reprehensible, but like hmm. it's still worth you sitting down with that person and talking hmm. about it and not sitting down with the attitude of this person's an idiot, you know, and screaming them down and telling them you're right. Like it's worth having the conversation, you know, listen to what they're saying. Obviously, if it's something like racism, their conclusion is completely wrong. But see, like it's not like I really doubt that they're going through every single step and it's wrong at every single step. I'm thinking, you know, they're saying something, okay, and then they say the next thing and they make that jump in between that's just not there. Yeah. Like, like let's see why they say it, not just completely, like, cancel them because at the end of the day, like, no one's going to be like, I just got cancelled, time to be nice now. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, I, I don't think it works like that. Yeah, and that, and that leads, us on, leads me on to another thing that I think is important is that, like, um... Why can't I think of what I was going to say? When, oh yeah, social media has it as though people are out to cancel other people. Whereas I think that's a case of the voices on social media that are the loudest are the most extremes yeah. or the most extreme. And and that's an important point that like, you know, in everyday society and, you know, you meet people and your friends and like those people don't, aren't dying for these opinions. Yeah. They don't care all that much. Whereas you go on to social media and it's the Daily Mail telling you some absolute rubbish and you're like, oh, I can't believe this person got abused for doing this. And like, 
that's such a small subset of yeah. of society that um are being that loud and what i think it does is that like we were saying like you get into a certain opinion or a certain way of thinking and then you see this thing that you know some person has put up about another person who is a fringe like those comments are fringe comments or not fringe comments but in terms of all the people that see it or view a video the ones that comment is a tiny subsection of that and you're mm -hmm. seeing it and being like oh the whole other side is out there calling out people that i agree with yeah, you know like, that's a lot of shit like these people are being framed as representatives of of the, everyone oh yeah and it's like you can't really like that's just not how it works and it's obviously as dean said like the most extreme people are going to be the loudest and if we're gonna you know count them as being representative of the whole community or everyone that shares them opinions then we're not really going to get anywhere yeah like i think that um and I, the people that are those extremes i don't think this is an over generalization but i do think that the chances of those being people who aren't willing to have discussions is quite high mm. i think it's the people who are fringes on either side or consider themselves the middle on these topics are more open to have the conversation because they're like, they realize that they haven't completely dedicated themselves to one side of the conversation yeah. or to one opinion. Like if you're like, I really don't think anyone it's ignorant in a way to go out and say, or to really push on people a certain opinion about a really complex topic, because to think yeah. you're right, it's just kind of naive. Especially if you're not like, unless you've spent your whole life studying this thing and you're, you just know everything there is to know about it. Like you have to be willing to say that you might be wrong or you have to be willing to say that I don't really know. I, I like, I'm somewhere in the middle. Like I think this, but at the same time, I haven't heard much about it or whatever it may be. It can't be, you heard one stat and you're like, oh, you know, BLM is the worst thing that's ever happened. Yeah. But then at the same time, you need to realize that like just because it's a good cause doesn't mean it can get doesn't mean it can't get misdirected. And like people seem to think that like just because of it that's a good cause, you can't criticize it for some of the things it does. And just because bad causes are bad doesn't mean you can sort of say, Oh well, maybe they're on something there. Yeah. It's like generalization is really the root of what's going wrong like yeah or even the people that are on those fringes and that are those quote-unquote extremists with the uh, their ideologies like you can't be willing to you know cut someone off or like say that that person isn't worth anything in society mm. because you know they might disagree with you on one thing and completely agree with you on the others yeah. and like online it's the case of let's say like, I don't want to use Anthony specifically because it it might seem like we're jumping on a certain side of an argument, but in any online current issue, when one side's really loud, if someone says the opposite, you know, they attack them. Yeah. And, like, there's a scenario of this that I think everyone we know would know of. And, like, yeah. um, it's, it's just a case of someone might be wrong about something or they might say something stupid. But like condemn condemnation is just the wrong, uh, wrong wrong way to figure out that problem. Yeah, like ninety nine percent of the time, that person is just gonna double down on their beliefs because they're being made a martyr of essentially by being attacked and being cancelled. <laughs> and it's like, maybe not in all cases that happens, but like 
Yeah, but even even not in the cases that that happens. Like, what's the other case? The other case is that they take it really badly, and they just shut up and never express themselves ever again. I mean, like, it's a lose lose really. Like, yeah. shutting someone down like that is just it's stupid, and that's why, like, to circle back again to why we're doing the podcast is because, you know, discussions is is how you solve those issues. It's not by shutting someone down. Yeah, like, if you have a logical discussion and discourse about everything and everyone's committed to just you know not shame each other person or the other opinions then the best ideas will come out on top if we're all you know discussing it logically and i think that's what it's missing what's missing today like people are just you know whoever screams the loudest is right and whoever has the most social media presence is right and yeah and there's definitely a, a point to be made about uh like there being too much content. Like yeah. there's definitely like you can go out and find a fact that supports anything. And that's why it's such a tough time to you know, to have reasonable conversations. Or not even to have reasonable conversations, but to try and uh find common ground is because mm-hmm. if you want, you can go onto your laptop, you can search up your opinion and you can find facts about it. And a person that c- completely disagrees with you can go and do the exact same thing yeah. and then it's facts against facts and it's not getting anywhere yeah it's like the whole confirmation bias thing like if you see a study that backs up your point of view no matter how like r- no matter how right it was or how you know cor- like correctly the study was done you're going to pick that because it, it conforms to your point of view yeah and again getting on to the like algorithm and whatever when you're searching this on the internet, it's going to give you what you want to hear. It's going to see that you're searching, let's say, more conservative views and give you more conservative results. The exact or someone else is going to search the exact same thing, and they might be on, might be on the more liberal side of things. They're going to get more liberal studies con- confirming their point of view. Yeah. And it's like, you both have done research, but because of biases by yourself, like held by yourself, and then the algorithm that's what it compounds it, and then. You think you're both so right, and then if you don't have a you know like a discussion that's not heated, you're just gonna keep radicalizing yourself, going down that rabbit hole. Like yeah, like while um consensus might be a really important thing with most ideas, hmm. there's like you can't rule out the people who stray away from that consensus. Hmm. Like like there's been so much talk, especially with um covid about conspiracy theories and thing, things like that but like you can't just say this these people you know can't be listened to they must be stopped from talking at all yeah. costs like it's a stupid way to get around it why don't you sit down with these people and have a conversation because like i don't know like myself and luke would definitely love to sit down with someone who the whole world would think is a crazy person for their beliefs yeah and just to see why do you think this because i promise i promise you that they're going to come out with facts. Like, I was saying this to Luke the last mm. day, like, they're not just pulling these answers to things out of their ass. Like, they're yeah. doing research and they're probably doing more research than you're doing. But you, what you're thinking is the consensus and what you're thinking is being pushed by the majority. And while it might be right, the other person is still worth listening to. And I, I, I feel like if that was the case, if people were more open for discussions, then people would be more educated on topics. Yeah, one big example of this i think the whole you know like the conspiracy theorists having more facts 
if you look at all the stuff about 9-11, yeah, there's videos hours long of the people that think 9-11 was an inside job going through the structure of the building. They had like the melting point of steel, the like calculating the time for it's like and it I just, it's spe- I'm speechless like just because they go into so much depth and then the people that are like oh no it was actually just an act of terrorism they're just like that's all they can say like they don't have facts but they're right like I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna try and be impartial on this like it was just terrorism <laughs> but like the people that are like strongly in opposition to that they do the research they go through the whole here like all the theories about it and they like yeah. they're structural engineers at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, and be, and because of that, like, if if it was the case that it, there was more discussions and it wasn't a complete shutdown of opinion, I think m- people would, like, to say people would be more intelligent is wrong. But I mean, like, they'd know more about the topics. Like, you'd be forced to know more. It wouldn't be just you know you put on RT and they tell you something happened. And, All right, and you turn it off again. Like, if you knew that uh, you were going talking to someone tomorrow who thought a completely different thing, you'd be like, do you know what? Let me actually find out about this. But at the same time, that's going to track back to what we were saying about like, if that was happening, I promise you that 90% of people would go, how can I disprove this? Mm. Instead of, you know, putting it in a objective view and saying yeah. like, did this happen or was it this? You know, it's, it's very difficult to, to try and find that as well. And like Luke was saying earlier, like, I know myself in times gone by that um, I've definitely been that way. Like, you look up, you, you, you find an opinion that, you know, there's something in it that just you agree with. And even if you haven't researched it completely, there's just a part of it that you're like, you know, I feel, I really feel like this is right. Yeah. The whole reason I brought up the whole 9-11 thing is, I hate to say it, but I actually believe the whole, like, 9-11 was an inside job, like. Because I saw so many videos and it's like they're making good points and they're making such good points. There's no opposition to them. The people in opposition saying, oh, 9-11 was an act of terrorism. It was just like, just because. That was as far as their point went. It's just because. So I was watching the videos and I was like, you know, they're right, actually. Like, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. (laughs) But then I realised how stupid that was and it's like, it doesn't have to melt it. It can weaken whatever, whatever, whatever. But just because someone took the time to fully go in depth about the counter argument to the 9-11 was a conspiracy theory. I was, you know, sort of converted back to thinking like an actual logical person and not being an idiot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people are, like, you're going to be way too quick to jump on things if, if both sides of the story aren't there. Like, whatever, there's definitely this uh, idea of, you know, <laughs> in terms of ideas, it's a love at first sight, like... Mm. Whatever you're influenced by Anchor first, bias, yeah, yeah, it, it's what you stick to, like, and that it can have a longer lasting impact than what you think. Like, let's say when I first started, uh, you know, getting into any sort of current affairs or things like that, like I still know that what I was first listening to is still sticking with me a bit, even though there's a part of me that's like. You know, yeah. I, I, I just kind of know it's wrong. You have but... to work so much harder to get it out of your head. Like... Yeah. Mm. And it's not even like, oh, I've come to this point where um, I've been enlightened and now I must completely rid myself of these ideas. Yeah. It's like a, put them up against each other, you know, and whatever you think is right, 
Yeah, all the lean towards it, but you you got to still be open to hearing the other side. Yeah, but like all the ideas that you encounter after you you know your first exposure, you compare against that. It's like you're comparing everything to the frame of what you learned first, and that's why it's so like powerful, and why you so they need to be exposed to just good information. Yeah. Or not even just good information. Both. But a balance. Just, yeah, a balance of. Because we don't know what's good. We could be. Obviously, the white supremacists think it's good knowledge and good information <laughs> to say. You know, the whites are the superior race. Yeah, yeah but like. I can't really say that. They take it off. No, um. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's such a tough thing to, to find a solution to because, like, no matter how many people there was having conversations, there's still going to be people on both sides. And that's yeah. just a fact of life. Like, people are different. Opinions are going to lie differently with them. Like, the facts can be there, but, I mean, most of these things, there's a, like, a, there's a personal side to it where whatever you've been influenced by, you can be shown two things that contrast each other that are on both sides or on either side of an argument, and you can just say, this feels more right with me. And, mm-hmm. I, like, if both are facts, or let's say neither are facts and it's not a sort of factual debate and you're getting into, you know... Mora- the morality of thinking a certain way yeah. like people are different so people are going to think a different way but just not having the conversation I, uh, we just both think like yeah like I don't oh, think yeah. I don't think you're gonna really save someone I don't, know, I don't know save the right word but like like a real white supremacist from birth like KKK alumni type crack and you know they're strongly you know setting those views you're not gonna get them marching in a BLM protest like but who you might sort of convert is the people that started off being regular people but then slowly fell into that trap like that's the people that will be sort of helped by just the logical discussion of two different sets of ideas like we're not going to be yeah like the, the internet has made it way easier for that to happen as well because of as we said like content overload and rabbit holes in terms of certain ideas but like yeah, like that point you were making. Like, you know, if you have someone who, who grows up extremely poor in an area where it's them or their type of person, let's say it's a race or it's a sexuality or whatever it may be, that their family is, and they're poor and they've been treated poorly from a ch- from childhood mm. and they're poorly educated and and let's say to top it all off, their family gets murdered by someone yeah off this or, other or side. Like, like wronged in some way like yeah like uh, how like have it's going to be difficult to change that person's mind and the chances are you probably are not because a bias like that surely you you'd understand why they think that way like yeah. they could be completely wrong you could be completely morally wrong let's say a strong instance of it would be in poor american towns where there used to be a factory or it was a it was a, a town that was supported by labor yeah. and then all that labor got outsourced to China. And then these people are growing up thinking that those Chinese bastards stole mm. our jobs and we're mm. poor as a result. And my family is suffering. Yeah. Like if your parents are telling you that from when you're young and it's like, Oh, you can't get them nice things because the Chinese took our jobs. Yeah. It's like, well, that's my father. I better agree with him. And then you see, Oh, I actually can't get them things. I have to blame the Chinese. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, how are you going to convince that person otherwise if their whole life was basically 
negatively affected by this thing like you're not going to convince them that Chinese people are great yeah like it's, it's such a it's a hard thing to know or not even a hard thing to know but um like what's more important important to someone whether it be the personal experience or the collective experience of a people so let, mm. like let's say uh, as a as a country there has been no wrongdoing to someone but you know this personal experience has been filled with wrongdoings by a certain type of person mm. like how do you get them to see that that's not the general instance yeah. that that's just what's happened in their life like a good example I, th- I think people might be hearing this and thinking they're talking out their holes like but if you try and say to a person that's been you know sexually assaulted by like let's say a man like a man let's say you're not going to be able to tell that person actually don't fear men you're just being an idiot yeah, yeah it's yeah. like that's not how it goes you can understand why they feel that way and just, yeah exactly like that it's just completely tell, reasonable telling them what to think isn't going to help it's only going to push them further back into that way of thinking they have to come to that conclusion themselves you can maybe help them I, th- I think having discussions like I don't know see what other option you have like you're not going to send them to a, a fucking correctment or a correcting yeah. institution to try and get them to change the way the way they think yeah but like even if we think about it in like a clinical setting like getting people to with like intense phobias and stuff they are fully they fully believe that like let's say if they get in an elevator they're gonna die yeah yeah. you don't get you don't cure them you don't fuck them into an elevator like (laughs) deal with it deal with it (laughs) you don't cure them like that you slowly expose them in a controlled manner the way they feel comfortable to slowly start accepting that what they think was probably wrong and they slowly start to come to terms with it like that's how you do it and the analogy said it applies to discussion because it's like you're not just telling them you're wrong you're wrong you're stupid you better think this way or else yeah it's like maybe think about this then maybe think about that and then slowly you might still not agree but at least you're still you're starting to work towards a better understanding of the topic as a whole like yeah and like i feel another important thing is that like people have to realize this you know, people are just going to think a certain way and that's it. Like, yeah. you can put out your opinion all you want and that's important. But, um, and I don't think people should be shown for putting out their opinions. But don't put it out in a way that, like, you're, you're branding the other side as the devil or you're forcing your opinion on people. Like, you can try and get your point across to as many people as you want and if you set up a situation where you're talking to someone else, then you can try and push it on them or not even push it on them. Just have that discussion and see where you get mm-hmm. to, but don't go out there with the, just the thought of changing this person's mind. Like some people, like the, it's important to realize that there's just bad people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like there's issues that are completely wrong or completely morally wrong. And the vast majority of society agree with that or like and people think oh you know what education would fix this yeah or you know we need to make something illegal but like you make murder illegal people still go out and kill other people like there's just bad people in the world yeah like you can't like teach people not to do stuff because they know what's wrong that's why they're doing it yeah yeah They, they, they don't care and like not even they don't care they're just they could be in the idea in the ideological sense they could just be so invested in something that 
and like invested along with them, you know, not being the most morally upheld person of all time. Yeah, like that's just a bad combo, and like there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, like if you think about like you don't throw them in a jail or you don't say you know you're not allowed to talk ever again. Yeah, like if you think about the worst people in history, they almost always have a reason for doing what they did. Like, and that doesn't mean it's okay. Yeah, but like let's say Hitler. He firstly lived in a country, he grew up in a country that was absolutely destroyed by poverty because, okay, they did start the First World War, whatever. Yeah. I don't know, well, yeah. But they had to pay loads of money, so he was in poverty. So he started, you know, started gravitating towards more radical views and he served in war and he got wounded and everything. like. So obviously he's going to bear a grudge against wider society, like he's going to be, you know, pro-Germany. Yeah, and it's like it's like nowadays that person looks up online and finds a few people that are saying the Jews are the problem. Yeah. And like that, he probably heard, you know, he could have heard, heard an older generation being like, you know, this country was great until the Jews came in. Like, or they're the reason for the downfall. Like, that sort of racism still exists. Yeah. And like, it's going to exist, I think, no matter what you do. And then like, in the case of Hitler, obviously... He just doubled down on, like, yeah, he doubled down on it. Like, he was a germaphobe and stuff like that. And all yeah, of a the, sudden, they became intertwined that, you know, these people that are causing your problems are also dirty. Yeah. And they're an issue to like society as a whole. It's not that he hated them. He was just disgusted by them. Like, he literally just had to get rid of them. Yeah. And, like, his head life. what do you do with a person like that? Like, we'll never know if there could have been a case for having a conversation with Hitler that would have changed his mind. Yeah. But, like, the thing about him was that, like, I don't think you... Even if you had a conversation with him, yeah, you probably he, he'd almost convince you. Like, <laughs> not that he's right, but he, he was such a charismatic guy. Like, How can you say that? But you know what I mean, like, there's... Like, I don't think all the people in Germany were that yeah, morally... Yeah, that stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That morally I agree with that. broken that this guy was just like... Like, his first open argument wasn't, let's kill the Jews, I think, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's it a build-up. Yeah, he convinced them step by step and eventually he brought a nation towards like committing genocide. Yeah, and like I suppose like you said, he didn't start with the Jews thing, but like once he got the hold, what was the first thing to go? You know, people weren't allowed to speak out against an authoritarian government. And like we're saying, you know, if you're not willing to have the conversations then it just descends to shite. Like, how many mm. situations have you seen of, um, quote-unquote, cancel culture, like? Yeah. And you're like... Like, it, it, for, I don't know, for someone like me, anyways, it just annoys me. Yeah, like... You see it and you're like, just, this is just a load of shite, like. Just talk to them. If you don't agree with them, just talk to them. Like, someone that's so vocal about something that... Like, let's say they're wrong completely about something and they get cancelled. If they're that confident to be you know so loud online about their topic they're not going to be so like um accepting of the other view then like they're i don't know it's just the way they are they're not gonna after being destroyed by them and their life being just derailed they're not gonna have that much um can't think of the, the word they're not gonna have that much like sense of mind to Actually, be they're not like, going to be open to. Yeah, I was wrong. I better side of the people that ruined my life. <laughs> it's like no, if you yeah. slowly bit by bit convince them, like just as 
you can convince people of doing awful things. You can convince people of, you know, doing great things by slowly, you know. Yeah, and like the, the, this is one of the things as well. Like it's not in the same sense as I was on about earlier, but like where these where that issue is so complex. Like how do you solve that? And to be honest, it leaves you in this like you become so nihilistic about it that you know these things can never be solved. Yeah, and the world is just conflict and suffering and shite. Yeah, but like it, it definitely there's a strong argument to be made for the fact that it's never going to be solved. But like at the same time, the chances of it weaning out over time to it becoming such a subsection of society that it's negligible yeah. are, are high. Because like, well, I mean, just look throughout history, like how many shit things have happened throughout history that were really terrible that so many people suffered with that have just lessened and lessened and lessened. Like, I mean, there's no better time right now. Okay, obviously there's people that are suffering in certain situations, yeah. but there's no better time to be... I would say any sort of minority than than now. Mm. Like depending on where you are, obviously. Yeah, like if we if we look at it like like even in the like twentieth century, the amount of genocides. Yeah, I know it was fairly shocking. Like we're sort of playing it down here, but like, Yeah, yeah. Like saying yeah, just flippantly saying it was fairly shocking doesn't really, you know, oh, account geez, for all bad, of those lives. Jeez, then four million lads got a bad do it, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know, I just... And, like, I think the whole reason that that has sort of lessened is because technology, as bad as it can be, by leading you down the rabbit holes, because technology connected all these different countries, you're not just, you just can't stuck... can't get away with that shit either. You're not just stuck in your own country, you know, just bouncing around ideas, yeah. solely making, you know, bad examples of each other. And it's like, if you can... If you have other countries to answer to, you're not going to commit genocide. It's such a... Yeah. Like, the, the, there's an aspect of being held accountable, but there's also an aspect of, like, people's moral compass has changed over time. Like, what people thought was morally right, you know, 500 years ago, is yeah. completely different from now. And... See, that's, that's where the people who are... Excuse me, who are loud and on the extremes have a actual good point mm. that like it's taken people who've been loud and extreme in the past to change things for the good yeah the only thing is it's hard to find the same kind of suffering behind the majority of these serious about to interrupt us uh yeah what were you saying there no what i was saying was that like oh Siri has ruined my train of thought Let's get on to Bash and Siri, man. <laughs> Talk about technology. Um, no, I was I was on about the moral compass and how it's changed and how people who are allowed on one side, you know, can say that it's taken people like this in the past to do it. Yeah. But I mean, and, and I finished by saying that the suffering wasn't the same like now, but those people would argue that it was. And I mean, it's a tough, um, that's a tough battleground to face someone you differ on opinion with because... Like, that's a strong historical argument that it's taken yeah. big movements in the past. Why wouldn't it mean the same now so that we can keep progressing as a society? And I think a lot of people, you know, the people who oppose that think, you know, we've reached a point in society where morally maybe we don't need that much progression. Yeah. Like, I don't know, if you look at the big, like, revolutions and stuff of of the past, 
like let's say like like 18th and 19th century all the fucking massive like violent rebellions and revolutions those people did that because of the how badly they were treated like they were literally peasants that couldn't even feed their children now we don't yeah you know now the ground is different now it's about uh... now everyone has more of a voice like they literally were not even human back then yeah but i mean there was so much death involved with what people used to rebel over yeah over, whereas now i don't think there is i think just because we've we've a better platform to go from and because there's not you can nitpick smaller things yeah and i think just the progression of time things will start getting better and better like the worst possible thing that happened 200 years ago is probably way worse than the worst possible thing that's happened in the last you know yeah like i i heard it being said on some video or some podcast um not too long ago and it was like it was on about how people react to certain situations in their life and you know can take things negatively and like and he said that you know the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you Hmm. whereas like you know someone that went to world war ii that was the worst thing that ever happened yeah. to them. Whereas someone now getting abuse on Instagram about a post is the worst thing that's ever happened to some yeah. 15 or 16 year old lad or girl. Mm. And like, personally, how would you respond to those things differently? Like, obviously one's going to have a way bigger effect on your life because you know, in the next year, another worst thing is probably going to happen to you. But yeah. it, in that moment, you're like the pain you feel, you're like, this is the worst thing that I have ever felt. So on both of those sides, and that and that's that how it uh, that's how it intertwines with what you're saying is that like nowadays the worst things people feel aren't as bad you know in the historical or in the yeah. physical pain or in that sort of sense, but it's still the worst thing that people are experience yeah. experiencing. It, it's a hard it's a hard ground to to come to terms with because you might disagree with someone like I think both of us would say that you know they're feel like we're at a pretty good point in terms of progression where the majority of the society and the population as a whole on the planet have a fairly decent moral compass and there's bad eggs yeah and there always is going to be but the number of them has shrunk so yeah. you know we need to let things evolve naturally but then in the same sense like maybe natural evolution in terms of uh, ideas is people being loud and shouting down other people and you know, trying to get the point across as much yeah. as possible. Ebbs and flows of just revolutions and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard thing to know, like, how you're going to solve the issues in terms of the way people think. But it's definitely, and, like, I don't think me and Luke are going to sit down for an hour and figure out why people think the way they are. Like, there's yeah. psychological explanations and historical and cultural uh, effects that are going to even more of the way we think so how are we going to sit down and, and solve that issue but um, yeah we just kind of said that it was a decent ground to start on for us to you know just accept that the world or the battleground of ideas is as complex as it is and yeah. it's not something that's just going to be solved by shouting down and um yeah, I think it brings a decent uh, wrap up of the fact that why we're doing it is to have the discussions and that we both think, you know, even if it is like the discussion today was of the 
of how ideas evolve and why people think certain ways. Yeah. And we think that the answer to that is through discussions. But, you know, in having that discussion as well, you might think that, uh, you know, finding commonality or common ground on that might be through a different uh, way. Yeah, like, whatever about the conflict I conflict of ideas but the conflict of ideas about the conflict of ideas <laughs> yeah yeah that's you know, what i'm saying yeah. get into inception type stuff here <laughs> but like there'll always be differences in the ways people think to approach stuff whether it be the issue the dealing of the issue the dealing of how you deal with the issue it's like it's a never-ending cycle but if you don't start you'll never you know yeah like it's a decent starting point like we wanted to get across to the five or six people that might listen to the podcast that yeah. you know we're doing this for the sake of having these discussions and you know yeah. thinking about them because we both think there's worth thinking thinking about and you know other people mightn't and they might think that this podcast is a piece of shit and a waste of time and the production value is terrible and talking to no one here <laughs> yeah yeah there's like the amount of people that will make it to the end of this podcast is probably fairly slim yeah or so yeah, we just wanted to get across that that was our point and we thought it was a decent uh, discussion to have and that we would be able to get some time out of it. And it, I think it sets us up fairly well for talking about things in episodes to yeah. come. So in episode two, we're uh, solving racism. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I feel like it's a disclaimer as well that, um, you know, we mightn't, we don't plan on editing too much. Like, yeah, like there's going to be many, not many slips of the tongue, but I mean stumbling over our words yeah. and it's just a conversation like we're not here with a sheet in front of us knowing yeah. what the fuck to say yeah i know at the start i was really jittery and i probably sound really nervous at the start yeah, but yeah. like i'm not gonna edit it out unless it sounds really bad <laughs> um, yeah but at the end of the day it it, it might not get too bad for us because you know we're not on a stream with loads of people listening like we're talking here with each other to a fucking microphone yeah. like we can put it out whatever it might come from it afterwards what of it and as well another disclaimer is that there's things that might be added to it like we don't know if we're going to have an intro and an outro and stuff like that on our very first we're kind of it's a work in progress yeah we had a few ideas but they were just like we're talking about like racism and genocide here and we had like a really we had donkey kong stones (laughs) ready to go for the intro like yeah like (laughs) again we'd have to reassess that uh might do it Jordan Peterson on and play some classical music <laughs> I don't know yeah I, I don't know how, it's been just a few minutes over an hour I suppose which yeah. we thought we mightn't get to on our first one we thought we'd be struggling after 20 or 30 minutes because yeah we might listen imagine we didn't record at all <laughs> yeah anyways I think we're as well wrap it up I think we wrapped up there so um, yeah thanks for listening if you got to this point Um. And our plan is to try and record maybe once a week and get it up. But yeah. obviously, you know, shit can change. Yeah, we don't know what days this, this is going out. Uh, we filmed we'll, it, we, not filmed it, recorded it on Monday. Yeah. So Hopefully by the end of the week. Yeah. We'd imagine almost definitely. And we're going to, um, over as well, actually, we've set up Twitter and Instagram accounts. The Instagram account is actually, do you know what? Um, no caps, no spaces. And the Twitter is at no the twitter is actually do you know what as well i think the ad is a bit different i'm I'm not sure what that is but like the full actually do you know what like full yeah 
that's the name of the handle, but the at is different. I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll put but it. Anyways. Wherever yeah. this is going up, we'll put it in the, the bio anyway or something. Yeah. So it'll be up somewhere. Yeah, it, well, if you make it to here and, and uh, you hear those both, then, you know, maybe give us a follow or whatever. Just if you have any interest in listening to more, if you don't, you know, <laughs> what of it, that's probably what we expect. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Give us a follow. Follow us on Twitter and we'll try and put out when we're releasing the videos yeah. because to go off what is said in the end of this video, you might never clue. We'll probably put it up on our own Instagrams and stuff as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we'll probably be doing weekly, weekly things. Yes. Yeah, starting from whenever this goes out, whatever day that would be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening again. And um, hopefully you'll be around to hear us for another episode or two. All right. So farewell to the next one.